Hello everyone, this is Carmen and Moises. Welcome to Yoga Burn. Yoga Burn. So the title of today's podcast is Show Me Your Guns. <laughs> it's yoga and arm balances. For your guns. <laughs> it's arm balances. For the guns. No. It just it's, it's arm, arm balances. This is I a miscon- misconception that many people think that arm balances are all about strengthening your arms. Exactly. For my guns. That's why you do it, no? That's why you do it. But it, it's guns. not it's not it's not at all. Absolutely. Actually actually I there's a I, I want to talk a couple of things about our imbalances in general, and then we can talk about, you know, some of them in particular or something if, if you want. Um, because, I, first of all, I think our imbalances have been a little bit dethroned by inversions, mm. especially handstands. They were the king before? Before they were more... Like Crow was the king yeah, of our they, um, of they, the, were, they were kings the more. They were more kings. Yes, you're right. You're right. Whoa. You know, they, they were more Even like... Crow, very relevant. Exactly. And now, not like, so much. Uh, you do grow. Yeah, cr- <laughs> kind of, kind of like uh, that. Kind of like can that. Can you go to handstand from there? No. Uh, yeah. Like that. Yeah, okay. but, but in reality, a lot of the things, a lot of the lessons, and a lot of the principles that you do for arm balances also apply for inversions. You know, and. And that's something that people don't understand. Even if your center of gravity is a lot lower and you're very close to the floor, it's not. Uh, you still have to work on a lot of a lot of things that are very common, you know, one one to the other. And in my opinion, many people just dump themselves into an arm balance. Like you see the typical person doing crow or you know any of the Caesars or something, and they just like dump themselves on the arms instead of engaging the legs and try to make a little bit more hollow uh, abdomen and you know it's just it's it's harsh like when you see them you're like oh my god i i would not like to be those wrists and those arms you know i would not like to be that because it's you just like throw yourself you know on 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 those arms we, we for found, things or oh, we found too many people that they, the elbow hurts, the wrist hurts, the something hurts, and as soon as you tell them get the, get out, tense everything, then get in, pain goes away. Yeah. Like just because you you tense the body so it's lighter, instead of like making the arms or the wrist or the elbow like handle everything, you make each muscle like carry its own weight to some extent. And it is true that I mean arm balances you're not. You don't want to tense so much. You want to be active. We want, you want but to be on active. On day one, you don't understand that. But it, like, exa- oh. that's absolutely right. On day one, you don't understand In any of that. day one, you tense. Shut up. <laughs> You're like, you tense. You tense. Right? You shut up, tense. Just tense up tense as everything. much as possible. The butthole. Tense everything. <laughs> Nothing. Nothing escapes. Now go to crow. Exactly. Because if you don't, then you'll learn to just do it smarter and you'll, you'll learn to do it with less effort, you know, and, and all that. But, um, you know, just, just activation, not so much tension. But for now, let's just do it that way, yeah. you know. But it, it is, it's, it's interesting. It's interesting. You're, you're right. You're I mean, right. How much of that tension or there versus activation is conscious versus subconscious? Like when you have to do it yourself, 
in the beginning, like on purpose, yeah. because you're conscious, because otherwise you would not do it, because it's like a new thing, move, behavior for the body, you, it's going to feel very much like tension to some extent. Unless you're like a martial artist, but then you have trained the body to like keep it active without right. the tension. Yeah. Right? So it's to some extent that it's that, that play of conscious subconscious, like you are learning a new skill, so you have to consciously do every single bloody thing versus there's like muscle memory now. So the body knows how to stay like active in place, in peace, like, like static. And then you go into the arms. But I think absolutely you're, you're right. And but don't you think that arm balances are very much a mirror of your personality? Whoa, dude! A, a, mirror, Whoa. a mirror, a mirror of how you take things in life and how you go about life. And uh, I, I, I see that a lot. What do you mean? So people, for example. Um, I have a student. I'm, I'm thinking of like you know cases right now. A certain person. I uh, yes. I, I have a student and she questions? is a little bit of spastic, mm-hmm. and um, and she comes out of every arm balance so fast, like so quickly. Okay, I, I've done it and I'm moving on, and her personality is exactly like that. You know, it's just a little bit. You know, has she has trouble like focusing, and she has trouble like just staying in one pose, in one attitude. You know, just one posture, and it's it's really hard for her to to do that. Uh, people that uh, perhaps you know they're more flexible. You know, especially women, they're m- more flexible, and then they think that oh, this has come fairly easy. The flexibility has come fairly easy to you. Then you have the same mindset when. Uh, it comes to arm balances. So they're just like, pfft, they fall like a pancake on top of their arms. And, and then when it, when it time comes to do, I don't know, a transition or linking to arm balances or doing something a little bit more difficult with that arm balance, then they can't do it because there's just no engagement, no activation of any kind. So they just, and, and for them, it's very foreign, that idea, because they have never train themselves to be that active you know they just never when they worked on flexibility you know sometimes being that flexible plays against you because you think that everything is going to be like that that easy and and it's actually not and that passive to me that passive flexibility i don't like that at all i mean i i just don't i try to stay away from that as much as possible and because it's just it's so easy to hurt yourself and to injure yourself so, you know, more active, be more, be more conscious of that flexibility, how you're using it, et cetera, et cetera. But, you know, but when it comes to arm balances, then they, they just, they apply the way they were doing back bends or hip openers or splits into the, the arm balance and it doesn't work. And the same thing happens with handstands, et cetera, like anything strength-based, strength then they just get really lost, you know. Uh, One thing that, I don't know why you, so that's that's what I meant. That's what I meant. You know, the personality. When you get somebody new or somebody trying a new, not a new, it's more like new to the practice, and that you try, try right. this for the first time. Like how unwisely sometimes they place their hands on the floor. That surprises me a lot for some reason. I mean, don't you feel that your arms cannot push comfortable enough? 
or either the hands are rotated out or in or the hands too close or the elbows far away or you know what I mean like why that doesn't surprise me at all it surprises me I, I know I know I know you're always I mean, like the, the f- this person did this wow I was shocked like I mean because something for but, many many but years but not everybody is just for savvy or they have that connection with their bodies it's not like you know they're new to the practice they just perhaps they don't have that connection or understanding how what's comfortable they have never asked themselves is this hand position more comfortable than this one they have never asked themselves that so how do you expect them to know that answer uh, they if they've never but it's almost asked like themselves that if you say okay imagine you're going to crow but don't place your hands on the floor just keep the hands in the air, right? Where would you put your arms, right? I don't think they would put the arms as weird as they place the arms on the freaking floor. Yeah, that's that is that's your opinion. Yes, okay. I don't, I don't know. Do you do you think they would? Mm, I think they are. There's a lot of things going on, and it's just it's just so much so much information that. Um, that is just one factor, one more factor to, to include in, in all the puzzle, all the things that they need to figure out in order to, to do that pose. Um, I think it, it helps to, ex- to explain step by step. All right, this is what we're going to do. We're going to put the palms down this way. You're going to try to hug your elbows a little bit in. You're going to try to squat and see if you can brace with your knees on the outside of your arms, can you do that? Can you squat and do that? Can you tilt a little bit forward and bend your elbows and just feel lighter in your feet and perhaps lift one foot up? So all, all that, it helps so much in in that. But yeah, but yeah you're, you're right. There's people that are, uh, it's just, you see them, you're like, wow. It's, it's, Why it's, are you making your life so, so difficult, difficult for yourself? And then there are, there are others that are the opposite as well. Yeah, there yeah. are others that are very natural, like, the oh, like exactly. un- they understand, right? But yeah, I think everybody's a little bit different. You know, perhaps if they have never done, in my experience, if they've never done like a lot of or some physical activity, then it's harder for them. You know, I, th- I think people that have done things like martial arts, um, some people that have done a lot of swimming, they, you know, they have a good coordination and good breathing. People that have done rock climbing. I mean, if everyone, if you've done some any of those activities, you bring something different to the table. So a rock climber would almost never complain about staying in a pose <laughs> and quitting. They would never quit a pose die. because they, <laughs> they yeah, would they just die. follow the rock. Yeah. Uh, so they would so never quit a pose. Um, a dancer, someone that has a, like a you know a ballerina, and a lot of you know you can be mean to them, you can scream or yell in the, in the class like this is terrible, and then they, they, it doesn't really face them, like, it doesn't really like I'm so used to that. They're so French trained. <laughs> like I I am I am like you know just very demanding the class, and you're like no this is terrible, I don't like this, and then they just nothing faces them. It's amazing, right? The resilience. And people that do martial arts, then, you know, they have a different understanding of their bodies and how to place, put their weight, you know, like shift more to your hands, shift more, more to your feet. And they totally understand all of that, those movements, all those waves. 
going back and forth, and they get it. So it's just very fluid when they move, uh, and so on. People that have been dancers and they just, you know, like modern dance, they just have they, they move their bodies a lot better, and so on. So I think if you've never done any any of those activities, maybe not. If yoga you know, is your first or firstish firstish physical activity, you're at a disadvantage. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, or you've been a runner, or you know, yeah, but I don't also know what happens to. Or you've I don't been because other other activities, the there's more movement. You're not on a mat holding a pose for ten breaths, right? So, I, I it seems to me that if you're moving a little bit, even if it's just running, right, you require some kind of coordination: left arm, left leg, right. You know what I mean? Like here is like. Place your foot here, place your foot there, don't move. Right, so, I, I mean, doing yoga, this static pose is gonna help you a lot, for example, with the breath, right? Or hold the pose, or the whole engaging this, engaging that versus as when you get comfortable. And now, I think it's going to more modern kind of poses, so we do more things. I think, I think it's a good thing to me, to me, to be honest. Right. But there are things that are not gonna help you with. I mean, that coordination, like kung fu, tai chi thing, like movement and stuff like that. I mean, and I see that within the adjustments, right? The, right, yes. The, it's, it's not there. It's not there. So when you get a, a pose that requires like some balance, some strength, some flexibility, like every single component of a pose is there. In an arm balance that requires a twist, for example, you're in trouble. That's going to get you like... That, that, and that's another thing that I, I wanted to mention, that there are many arm balances that, I mean, you can rely or try to, you know, use some more of your flexibility to help you get there, you know, like a twist. If you're better at twists than poses like psychro or perhaps Ekapada Kundini Asana, one, yeah. twist and scissors, it's, it's, uh, it will help you so much if you have a good connection with your legs like good activation there's so many arm balances that you need to extend your legs and the more you stretch them the easier the arm balance gets and the lighter you feel as well so it, it goes a little bit hand in hand and if you don't have that extension in your legs no matter how strong you are it's never going to feel very comfortable you need to work on on that as well so it's a combination of both you know strength many arm balances strength and flexibility there's a few that don't but you know for the most part you need to work on some kind of flexibility some kind of compression or hamstrings or you know definitely or twists spinal twists etc so one thing that always fascinated me and it's not in your list of things for sure to talk, to talk about why do you what you always like get my list my list are very good they're serious. very important they're it's very too serious. good this is too serious okay 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 like, let's just uh, let's just like, uh, yeah. hear what you have to say exactly just okay. pay attention to me full okay. attention full attention full attention it happens to be like serious is that okay when anytime you have been injured mm-hmm. right and you come back or you come out of the practice and say I have done my arm balance, and not mean some poses, because there are some poses may not be as demanding, right? But uh, in an arm balance mm-hmm. that requires some flexibility, like lay behind the head and then you go, right? That requires everything you have, kind of. 
and you think you may not be able to do it because of the injury, and then you come out and said, I did this arm balance with my legs, with my abs, with the arms, with, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, that is fascinating to me. And I have, I'm pretty sure that nobody knows what I'm talking about. I mean, when you're, when you are hurt, right, and you're, but not just in our balances and also in, yeah, in, other, in, poses, in other poses. In our balances that are a bit difficult is very, very clear. Yeah. Because you have to like pull yourself up and keep yourself up without the pain of the area that is injured. Right, right. So that, so then you kind of try to find a way to work around that, what does that pain mean? or, you know, that little, I mean, let's just say that it, I mean, it's an injury or, or a small injury or, or pain that is not so limiting that I, ca yeah. I cannot move. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. So it's, it's something, you know, it's annoying. It's, it's annoying and, and it's just hurts. Perhaps it hurts so, so, so bad when I do certain moves, but let's say for example, you have something on your back and then you're doing a hip opener pose, like you put your leg behind the head or you put your foot in your armpit and then you do a certain arm balance. Then you try to do all that, that pose with all other elements or all fine, not all, all, but other elements, other muscles, other groups that will help you that you need to recruit in order to do that, that, that usually you that, don't use. That usually maybe day. you don't pay that much attention or you don't recruit so much or you can slack a little bit and you can do a little bit worse, if, if you will. But when you're injured, then you have to really be really smart and, you know, economize so then you need the to energy. Be, okay, you need to I be need aware to... of that muscle that is the hip flexor on the left leg. You have to be able to be aware of that piece to engage that piece to protect the injured part on the back. Right. So it makes you more clever. It makes you very, yeah, very much in tune with your body and just under, and in different ways. In so many times you can discover things like new ways to engage different groups of muscles through that injury that perhaps before you, you did not realize that because you, you were perfectly healthy and it was, you know, it was hidden, but now you have to be smart about it and smarter and you have to see other options as well, you know? So I always like that. Yeah, that's good. I don't know why. So what, what was your first arm balance that you, that you did? Scissors. Scissors? Scissors. I could not do crow for years. It's my shoulders. Yeah. So I, my, my shoulders were like weird, weird, weak, weird, strange. So the like, yeah, I mean, so they would get very tired very fast. That was my, my thing. So I would, I mean, the way to recover them was to do simple things many, many times. Instead of like trying to do hard things a few times, it was the opposite. Like do something easy, but do it like 10 times instead of three or right. instead of two. Right, it's actually, yes, it's, that's that a good me I, methodology. So, yes, it's good. So that is how I basically recovered my shoulders, more or less. I mean, because I mean, at the, at the same time, I think it was some kind of life lesson around that thing, psychological crap that you have to deal because that is how my life is, right? <laughs> what can I do about that? So it recovers on its own timing yeah. and schedule. But the, one of the things that I think it helped was like doing like little arm balances, but the one that actually allowed me to, the one arm balance I could do was scissors. I think because of the span, you know, like with the legs, 
I engage them. I, I was able to engage my yeah, legs. Yeah, you're very, very you're much. one of the you're one of those. It's not normal, I have to say. But that, I do martial arts. That okay, then that like that, ninja, ex, that ex, ninja level stuff. explain explains like that ninja jumping because many hoo, guys hoo, hoo, have hoo. very tight hamstrings. They have very tight yeah, hamstrings. You know, you know me. You know me. Yes, you're very ninja. Right? Very ninja. Very ninja. And it's it's not normal. Like most people, you know, they. It, They do crow. Crow is usually, you know, mm -hmm. the first one. Not for everybody, though. Mm -hmm. I, for, for some people, and I, and I have met many people that crow found, they have found crow very difficult. And it took them a long, a long time to, to do it. Whereas other, like, uh, like the twisted scissors or, you know, or even, yeah. It's like, what happens is that if you have scissors, a little bit of flexibility... Whether it's like hamstrings for scissors or twists for twisting scissors or something like that. Or side crow. Side crow is actually, actually easier for some people. When you twist the body or when you stretch the legs, the requirement of the position gets you into a locked state naturally. Correct. Right? So you twist Correct. and you're like locked. And it's like, I pass the arm over the leg. I cannot get out of here right now. You know what I mean? I'm stuck. I would have to like move the arm out of the way. Like, what the fuck? Like, get the arm out of the way, right? So the, the nature of the pose locked me. Exactly. That was easier, obviously, to get into the, into the arm balance now because I, I, all I had to do was tense the body a little bit like in my locked state. So the legs were the same. I could focus very much on engaging the legs, but my arms, even if I engaged the arms, the shoulders were like tired very, 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 very fast. Right. But I could like lock my elbows into my body, like compact, making me myself very, 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 very compact. Right. Lock the elbows in and then through the legs, like keep the balance on top of the arms. But the arms were not really pushing on the floor a lot. Right. When I was doing the scissors. So my arms were surviving, basically, locked into the body and the legs were doing the work. That's why it was that. That is why it was my first arm balance. Yeah, I think I think yeah. That's for some for people, that works that way. You know, they have a good connection with their legs. They have a good extension there, so then they can do arm balances that require that leg extension f first before doing others that you you're more you know with your legs tucked into your belly. And in the scissors, you can open the hip in a little weird way, the legs sideways because titivasana was not happening because the hamstrings were not giving me enough or I didn't, my hamstrings were not flexible enough to actually be able to extend the legs. Even if I could like tense them or engage them if I could have, but my hamstrings were too tight. But in scissors, one leg is back. So right, right. the other one, you can open a little bit to the left yeah, or to the right, you know, like you open it to the, or to the outside. So it's not a clean split at all. So then, the, right. uh, even with that tight hamstrings, tight this shish. But titivasana, but titivasana A or Firefly, I think that's called yeah, like a more okay. like a more like you know English name. Uh, but in titivasana A, it I to me it's more the compression in the hip flexors that um, limits people the most, and as well as the squat. So it's not so much. So do you feel it in your, when you do it in your hamstrings? I cannot lift the uh, heels from the ground. Like I lift try your to. Heels. Yeah, But can I, you can you tuck your arms under your legs? Yeah, kind of. 
kind when of, you do it, can you put your palms flat on the floor? No, I had to fall into them. Okay, then, then yeah. So I put my fingers and then plonk. lean back. So then, if, if you had a better squat, if you could fall better, then the it, it, been... it would be, yeah, you would be better at, at trying to lift your feet off so the floor. If I did everything better, everything would work out better. <laughs> Is that, is that the... That's exactly right. I'm That's exactly notes. right. Take, take notes. Do go, everything Go better. practice. Go practice now. So my, my, take my, notes. My, uh, my, my plan is to do everything better then. Uh, take notes. I, okay, I got <laughs> exactly, it. I got exactly. Exactly. No, but, you know, that, that's, that's why I'm, I'm, I'm asking you because that is, to me, that is one of the most difficult arm balances to teach in a class mm. because usually it, it takes... Some people can do it right right away, and this that is the most difficult. More than like one leg crow, for example. In 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 some in some aspects, in some okay. aspects. I mean, it's it's one of the difficult ones as far as flexibility goes uh, for me, especially for guys. It's very hard to yeah. squat, get the arms under, you know, and then try to shift the weight and then extend the legs. Uh, if the legs are a bit the legs, muscled, it's very challenging. It's, it's a very hard pose to teach, you know, and, yeah. and to find like a, a modification. Okay, okay, okay. are we going to do it? What are we going to do instead of Titibasana? Yeah. Then if you cannot do it, then are we going to put your hands on blocks? Are you going to use like, like a wall behind exactly. or in front? Or you're gonna, I mean, there's like a, a million things that you can use, but none are that close to the final final feeling yes to the final thing I mean there's there's some some really good things that you can do with rubber bands and some really good stuff but uh, still it's not it's not the same it's not the same and there's nothing like you have to put the time in into it you know you have to practice it and practice it and practice it and squats and fall forward and you know four falls and and all that to make the compression and, and all that happen but that is as far as flexibility goes. But then there are other arm balances that are more about strength, you know, like that famous Kapadabakasana or One Leg Crow. That I think is so difficult for that some reason. It is. Mm, it's so hard for me to keep that leg that just not. I don't even. I don't need to stretch it out. Just don't touch the other arm. I don't know why it's so hard. Because you don't practice it enough. That that may be reason too. <laughs> but besides that, why do you think? <laughs> to uh, to me, for me it's, it's like a, I have to engage that part of the abdomen of the, the abs, right? It's very hard to engage the abs to hold the leg up for me. Yeah, because it's not only that; it's also like how you are mounting the hips and how you, much you engage to some extent your your lower back and your glutes very much to help you raise raise that leg a little bit higher. So it's not just only the front, but it's the back of the body is just very it's very important. But I'm trying to like keep the leg like this, huh? Ah, you're not even like trying a chicken, like a not, chicken. Not even trying to extend it back. One leg crow, the other leg chicken. Okay. Like, then like, whoop. then if you keep the other leg tucked in Still, I, I I would say, yeah, you, you need more practice. Okay. You need more practice. It's it's more, more so tilted, more shifting forward. Do everything forward. better, more often. <laughs> okay. 
No, it's okay, more shifting forward, more shifting forward, more shifting forward, and then more hollow in, in the body. But it's everything. You know, you you hit a ceiling when you're when you're in your yoga practice, and then you'll have some more balances that you can do more or less. I mean, more or less easy, easily. I mean, not very easy, but you know, easily. And then there will be others that are always require that extra oomph, that extra, oh, I need to really work hard at them. And if I don't work hard at them, then uh, they're not going to happen. Or I'm, or if I do them, I might even lose them because if I don't practice them in three months, in four months, then I might even even lose those arm balances. So, And if you do it just once every four weeks, then yeah. it's also not, not going to improve. So, you know, it's... It's a combination of that, but it. I feel like people do don't like that that arm balance. How about the Which one? The, the funky version? You know, you know when you keep oh, one forearm on the floor and one that hand. That thing is easier because you cannot like yeah collapse into the sh- shoulder into the yeah into the shoulder of the forearm yeah left side. So I I, I would start I would start with that. Because that, that's the beauty about arm balances that now you can play with them so much. You can mm. do what we call baby arm balances, which are on the forearms. You can do funky arm balances on one form and one, one more asymmetrical ones. So you can play with the, all of those things a lot and, and just see, you know, sometimes the baby is easier, but sometimes the baby is actually harder. much yeah. harder. And sometimes the funky, the, the more asymmetrical, is the easiest of the three. Sometimes it's just very difficult. Uh, it, de- it depends on, on the arm balance. It depends usually. But in, but in this case, you know, the, that funky ekapada bakasana, it would be like a good foundation for you. It will give you a stronger foundation, and then you'll be able to probably lean more forward and lift your hips and your butt higher. And perhaps you will fly more, you know, a little bit, a little bit longer. Which arm balance do you think that is not so widely practiced? Mm, I think all arm balances are. The like galavasana, for example, is a is a thing. I think all arm balances are. Well, I don't know. I mean, I I, I don't know what people you, practice you in practice them all. in in the I mean, studio. You teach them all. I mean. I, I teach them all. I, ch- I teach them all. Them all, yes. But I teach some more than others. Like Mayudasana, which is one that you put your mm-hmm. hands, you know, your yeah. belly, uh, sorry, your elbows, elbows in belly, right yeah. in, your, in your belly and your, your palms pointing towards your feet. That is one I don't teach that frequently. Um, even though I do practice my, myself at least once a week, several when or twice a week, but usually once a week. And whenever I do it, I do it several times. I do different variations on that and try to do a one arm and all that. Um, but I think it's an arm balance that perhaps is not that practice. For instance, that one. There are some, you know, that are people don't practice them that much because they're very, either very difficult for the wrists or yeah. uncomfortable or... Face plant. Yeah, you face plant or it's just very difficult to lift up. There's another one, another one called Lolasana, which is, like, you know, you cross your ankle, you cross your ankles and you're, you're kneeling, you put your hands on the floor and you have to like float. Torture. <laughs> you I mean, have the, to float. The, I don't know where they put a name to that thing. 
and and it's like a, like, like a pendant. There's no reward. Like, like a, there's a lot of rewards. There's oh no my reward. god! It's exactly as that, that this is like a press on the ground, leave your bum. That's it. That's it. That arm balance. If you master that arm balance, if you unlock it, I mean, it, you you're done. You, you're done. I, I mean, you do can it. you can do you like can everything. do any freaking press. You know, I mean, not any, but very close. Do any. You can press into handstands and oh, all that. This is the one that you put the hands on the floor and then the shins are parallel to the ground? Yes. Holy. No, I, no, I don't mean that one. I mean the one that you like press on the ground and the, and the legs come to the chest. Is that the easy version of it? Yeah, that, that's a little easier. Okay. That's where I stayed. That is as far as I went. That's a, little, a, lot, a lot easier, actually. Uh -huh. Just sitting with your bum on the floor, your hands by your side, and lift, lift up, yeah. lift, up lift your, your bum that's up. That's my thing. That's my that thing. That is... Absolutely nothing. I'm telling you right now. That's the one I do. So what do you think about nothing my practice? Nothing compared to kneeling, hands on the ground, and try to lift your shins off the floor okay, and your knees off the then. floor. That's for tomorrow. <laughs> there is. I'm gonna. I'm gonna give you like a zero point zero 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 one. So I have a chance. <laughs> chance. Chance of doing it. I mean, like. One in a million? In a million. So I have a chance. <laughs> yes, you have a chance, but it is... In a million. <laughs> but I have a chance. I have a chance. It is, it is very slim. Like, you almost no chance. But I have a chance. But you, you have one. I'm optimistic. <laughs> I'm highly optimistic with my chance. Okay, you're very optimistic. I'm going to squeeze all the juice from it. Yeah. I mean, I, I can give you some some ideas for that one, but yeah. still, I think with props, my one chance is rich. Props and everything, it's not, it's not, you're not gonna fly. Yeah, probably I, not. I, th I think, I think, you know, but who knows? Maybe, maybe one, uh, one in a million. You never know. <laughs> you, can you, never prove know. Me you never know. You never know. You never know. You, you never can know. prove me wrong. You can prove me wrong. But yeah, that definitely that will unlock so many presses and so many things yeah. and so many, Nobody so many can, more. Can, can somebody do that? Many, 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 yeah. many, many practitioners can do that, yeah. and actually, and and to lift from the ground up into yeah. into that, then you will unlock so much, you know, handstands alignment for your shoulders and how you know your chest is in. And it's just really good stuff. Really, okay. really good, good things. Nobody does that, right? Yeah. They practice that, you think? That, yes, a lot of people practice yeah, that. Like a, a lot of people practice it's that. It's a widely it's, known it's not you. It's not you, but uh, a lot of people practice that. It's just me that ignores it. Nobody it's, else. It's true. Okay. It's, it's you. It's only you. And it's considered you. an arm balance, right? Like, it uh, is, yes. It's it not is. just torture. <laughs> torture post number one. My gosh. This okay, is, what is in this your is, list? Um, I'm trying to look at other things that I would like. I think we said fantastic like. things already. Um, how oh, about yeah. how about arm balances? How and about boots, there's there's, there's one arm balance that and is snakes. called Ash, Ashtavakrasana, Ashtavakrasana that um, requires just like the Tibasana, you know, some compression in the flexors and just bring the leg up on your shoulder. How 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 would you rate that one for you? How is that That's one? That's easy because I can. Oh wow! Yeah, that's easy because I, I tense the legs so much again. I try I to squeeze my arm between the legs. And they hold me up. Again, if, if I can use my legs to do my arm balance, <laughs> I'm in good shape. I see. If I cannot use my legs, I'm screwed. So you're not one of those people that have has a hard time bringing the leg no, up for some reason, above no. the elbow. No, I, it okay. goes up. It goes up. Okay, that's What great. I cannot usually do is like 
squeeze, squeeze, like a, I cannot do a sandwich. I mean, I do the intention of squeezing, right? Yeah, but you can, but you can only squeeze so not, much. I, it's not sandwiching. It's not like, a, it's like there's space between the leg and the arm. The, bo the bottom leg and the arm are not touching. But still, the intention is to like bring them together. So they come up. I, if I try to go forward, since the bad move is shoulders, many times I just face plant. <laughs> like maybe like forehead plant. But the, the, coming up is, the coming up is doable for me because of the legs. And how do you think uh, assisting or adjusting arm balances is like, I mean... It's, it should be. Extremely, extremely, extremely simple. If you understand that, what you need to do is stabilize the arms. If your job is to keep their arms solid, where they are, don't let them move. That's it. You know. So when we do the this the adjustments for for any arm balance, we just like wrap around your hand around the forearm of the student, basically, more or less, except like Crow and a couple of exceptions. But yeah, there's, there's a few exceptions, but for the most part, yes, you there's just... There's a couple of exceptions, Crow, Side Crow, and I don't know what else, but everything else, basically, you just, well, no, like Galavasana and say one Side Crow, but I mean, for many, many of the arm balances, many of the arm balances, you hold their arms in a way that they don't move. Right. So if you keep their arms steady, then their own muscles don't have to fight to keep their own arms steady. Right. And then they can use the muscles to hold the shape of the posture. Boom. So, mm -hmm. I mean, because it's the same principle as any other adjustment. Like, how many muscles are being used to fight gravity versus how many muscles are being used to create a shape? Right, yes. So, if usually you need like 90% of your muscles to fight gravity and 10% to, to do the shape, if I come in and I hold gravity for you, like 90% of the muscles suddenly are available for the shape. Right. So it is much better to adjust resolving or solving the gravity problem and let the student solve on their own the shape problem. So you tell them, so you help them lock the position. Exactly. And then, then they gonna, will, exactly. okay, yeah, they extend the legs more. I'm not going to put whatever. you in the twist. I'm not going to extend the legs for you. I'm not going to put the, the leg here or there. or the, I, the, the shape itself is your problem. I'll hold the balance for you. Mm -hmm. I just hold balance for you. You do the shape. And then eventually you can let go and then you can a, let li go. a little or, bit yeah, of, but, of that. But the, the adjustment in our balance is gravity. F fix the gravity problem. Don't do anything else. Don't worry about anything else. So is it similar then to handstands, for example, and forearm balance, like you, that you help them to hold the balance and to hold their arms uh, in place when you, do arm, when you adjust arm balances, when you adjust inversions? It, in the purpose goal may be comparable, but it feels so different. It, as uh, it does. Yeah. I mean... I'm like holding your entire body kind of when I'm doing the arm balance, right? I mean, even if I'm doing, if I'm solving the gravity problem, I'm holding you from the hip, from the leg, from the arm, from, you know? And then when you do the inversion, it's just my hands around your hips. If you do better, just around the legs a little bit and, you know? So it's, even if my goal is still the same, like 
trying to solve the balancing problem for you. Or it feels very different. It's so, yeah, it's so different in terms of how the adjustment feels to the adjuster, like how it's implemented. Yeah, so if yeah. it feels a little bit heavier, yeah. the arm balance. Yeah, so much. From more. the point of view of the adjuster yeah. Yeah. versus the inversion that is just, you know, yeah. just ideally just finger touching, just a little bit of help, you know, with the balance. And, and in, on inversions, when you do an inversion and somebody moves, like moves the legs and moves this and moves that, you're usually not touching them. Like the, the goal of the adjuster when you adjust like an inversion and the student is moving is don't let them fall, like move, not, uh, when they are moving and they are in an arm balance, you have to accompany them, right? So you have to hold them, help them with the balance, but at the same time, accompany through the movement from arm balance one to arm balance two, without letting them fall, but don't, don't hold them back, but move them to the next one, but, you know, like get in the way, the, but don't... There's like, some readjustment. That is very hard for people usually to adjust. To adjust like, like, a, like a transition yeah. or moving yeah. from one arm balance to another. Yeah, you're right. That is very hard. Usually, either I never cover it or I cover it as the one of the last, last, last topics yeah. in, in adjustments, like way at the end. Like it's Sa same as, I mean, if you link like an arm balance with handstand, right? Mm -hmm. Or, you know, a transition from either ending in handstand or starting from handstand and going into something else. It's also very tricky to, to adjust because oftentimes the shoulders, the shoulder position changes a little bit. So then the person needs to readjust quite a lot. And you as an adjuster, you need to either move forward, move, move back. It's, it's a little, it can get a little messy if you don't know how to adjust it. And, you know, and it's, yeah. it can get pretty challenging. They are yeah. tricky. I, I think that they are tricky to adjust. Yeah. And even when I, when I'm adjusting like or teaching the adjustments for crows, I always say like this is not easy. I mean, you always teach crows the first arm balance usually, you know, even like the first thing you ever do, right? Crow. It's not easy at all. I mean, you either like, I mean, I, I've seen uh, to, 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 to assist, to you assist, mean? To assist is not easy at all. It, it, I agree. It's one it's that very is very tricky. To do, it, you to have do to it well or in a way that I like, in a way that I would approve, <laughs> It's, it's tricky. No, it's true because it's really hard to read, you know, how, is, yeah. how far forward the shoulders are going to go. You know, and some people, they don't need to go that much forward. Some people, they need to go a lot. They need to bend a lot the elbow, so they don't need to bend. So it, it's, it's very hard to have a very good read because it changes so much from individual to individual. Yeah. It's, it's, it's very challenging. You're right. Because the, the whole, the plan of, Put a block in front of their face and leave their feet from behind. That doesn't work for me. Hmm. Yeah, and <laughs> I, yeah, I like to be in the front, so because that is where people are afraid of falling, right? But then you don't see the feet well. Then you don't know how far they're gonna go, how yeah. bent the elbows are, how far the shoulders will go, when the feet will actually lift, where the hips are gonna be, how open the knees are. Yeah, Everything but it's, plays. it's one. But I remember that you, you know, we, many times you teach it. Okay, just let them go as far forward as they can when they do it to almost to the point that they're almost lifting and then you step in and then you adjust instead of stepping in before they even get into the position yeah. because then you don't you don't let them move and it's really hard to to make adjustments the, and 
you know, it's it's challenging for the, for the person that is doing that crow is like, I cannot lift, but maybe that the, the adjuster is, is preventing you from, from lifting the crow, you know? Yeah. The, I mean, the, the, as a practitioner or as an adjuster for arm balances, it's all about finding that spot, right? The balancing moment. So you get your body to the balancing spot and then you fight to keep it. Right. It's, it's completely the opposite of a flexibility move. Because in flexibility, like you keep breathing, go deeper. Keep breathing, go deeper. Go, keep breathing, go deeper. And you keep moving, right? Right. Here, no. Here's like, find the spot, don't move. Stay. There. Stay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Don't move. Don't you bloody move, right? And then your legs get tired, your arms get tired, your abs get tired, your back gets tired. Absolutely. And then you move and then you fall. Exactly. Exactly. So it's a very, very, very different behavior. It's, it's very true. Like you only have like a zone where you are actually succeeding. And if you're too short, then you're not going to lift. If you're going too much, then you're going to face plant, <laughs> face plant, or you're going to crash, yeah. you know, on, on your forehead or something. So it's just that range is, is an art to, to find it for sure, for sure. And, but I don't know, I think you, you ask, you know, what are the, the, my favorite arm balances to teach? And I, I, I don't think I have, you know, mm. any, mm, I like to play with arm balances and just create also new, uh, like new variations. Oh, you can combine this and that, like half of Titibasana, half of this, half of this one, and half of this. Just yeah. and you make like a hybrid between one and the other. I think those are very fun. Half crow, half chicken. <laughs> no, chicken crow. But you know, side chicken crow. It's like it. it it, it keeps people engaged and, mm-hmm. and on their toes. And yeah. it's, it's very fun. It's very fun. Arms. And I always encourage, like, okay, just experiment with that because it's a new way, new pathways for your brain and new ways to move your body and to put your body in that position. So it's, it's always fun. It's always fun. It's always just good to keep creating, you know, keep nice. adding, adding things to your repertoire which I think is, is very good. What is your favorite arm balances to, to teach? Or like the one, the one that you, <laughs> you don't like? None. None. Lola no, no. I, it, we have established that you don't like Lolasana, but... Yeah, and I don't have any arm balance favorite. No? No, at all. Not even scissors? No. That was like your, your first Not one? Really, no. 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 <laughs> None. So arm balances are not like at the top of your list uh, as no, as no. of poses. Uh, no. Why not? Poor things. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. No. No. Okay. Yeah, it's too complicated. <laughs> no, but it's it's they're, they're they're fun. But I know. But I know. I know. Um, I I lo- I love to teach them. I love to teach them. But I I know you don't like you you like more balancing. Yeah. But not necessarily on the yeah, hands, yeah. you know, balancing on one leg, on the toes, and this and that. But not necessarily on the hands. Okay, we just we agree to to disagree then. I know we we agree hundred <laughs> percent. Okay, very good. So you want to add something more? Nope. Anything more? No. I'm done. It's good. All right, perfect. So uh, it was very interesting. Very much. I I had fun. All right, thank you guys for listening. This was Carmen. And Moises. And I'll see you in the next one. Bye. Bye Bye-bye.